Hey, I'm Shay. And I'm Michelle. And this is The Pantry Podcast. And you're listening to an episode from Season 4, Unnaturally Nourished, where we're talking about how God nourishes us in ways that the world just can't understand. And we want to give shout-outs to Warcry Network, the Christian Podcasters Association, Eternity Ready Radio, and the Spark Collective. Check out thepantrypodcast.com to support us by buying our awesome merch, sending in prayer requests, and figuring out how you can connect with us and some of our awesome guests. <laughs> Microphone check, one, two, one, two. Food, you know nothing of. Food, you know not 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 of. Woo, woo. Woo. I don't have to make it into clips. Hey. Hello. This is exciting. Is it? Absolutely. I am not changing. I don't care <laughs> if the year changed. Whoa, 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 whoa. Or not. I am still going to say it's exciting. That is my code word for supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, the Lord. I think you're really coming into your own in this podcast. <laughs> I think you're really starting to feel free. <laughs> Look. I had two McRibs this week. I'm excited. I had one and I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. It's something about being younger and, and and that food did not satisfy me. But my wife was definitely a finger licking good happy little camper. I could have ordered like five of them because they are smaller than I remember. But hey. Hey, whatever. It's, it's, it's all good. Everything's smaller though. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. As you get older, it's like, wow, that Snickers bar. But then everything's really isn't also big. bigger. I ordered, I told my mom, order me a small frosty chino. And she's like, I ordered you a large. Like she brings in this giant, like double gulp size beverage. And I'm like, Mom, I said small. And she's like, I know, but small sounded so small. So I ordered a large and then they gave me this. And so I was like, yeah. You just went from McDonald's <laughs> to Wendy's. Might as well go over to Dunkin' because our little girl already knows how to say donuts. But you know what? We're talking about food. You know not of. Ooh, I love it. Unlike food, McRibs and Frosty Chinos. Know of. The world knows those. Right. And as Christians, we have something far better. Mm-hmm. We have a better banquet table. Oh, yeah. And so when we were putting this together, you know... <laughs> Ready for, you know, you're walking down the street, right? Dude walks up to you, looks kind of deceived, you know, probably clean, you know, whatever, but just kind of doesn't look like that top row person, you know, or the top of the line person, whoever, however that goes. But Eddie says, eat my flesh and drink my blood. That would be a little bit awkward. <laughs> well, yeah, that's also not how it happened, to be fair. That's not how Jesus rolled up. But, but I'm just saying. But I get it. Because, <laughs> I mean, just think about that. Like, just the, if, if you're back in that time, right? Yeah. And really, your mind is just set on what you see, really. it's 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 been like that. It's like, when I look at the Bible, and as you go through the Bible, all of these miracles, and all of these incredible things are happening, and yet people are still not grasping this idea. God is good. We serve God. But there's always this, this little thing that's missing. It's like this trust, this complete faith. When you're in it, you know, it's like, eat my flesh, drink my blood. You know, we got this natural idea and we've got this spiritual idea. Um, you know, in the natural, what is it? You can survive, you know, without food for three weeks. 
Uh, you can survive three days without water, three minutes without breath. And then we see things like Jesus going through the desert for 40 days. Now he was in the flesh and I don't care if people can argue me all you want, <laughs> like, well, but you know, he is the deed. No, he had faith though. And he, but he still had a body that had to be maintained and sustained and, and all of these things. And yet God carried him past these naturally known ideas that we know about how to survive. Yeah. I call them glass ceilings. Yeah. Go ahead on that. What's that? The glass ceilings that for certain groups of people, they can't see a limitation when they're looking at it. But they inevitably hit this wall that can't necessarily be proven because it can't be seen. And so in the walk of a believer, we don't have to worry about that kind of issue because God has allowed all of us access to all of him. And we are able to just build our relationship. However, we limit ourselves because we we have a glass ceiling and that glass ceiling is one we don't always acknowledge, but it's the one where we have defined what being human is already before we come to Christ for a lot of us. And so then you come to Christ and you still limit yourself because you take it as a given. Well, I need food. Well, I need air. Well, I need, and I'm not saying go out there and, and tempt God and hold your breath for 25 minutes. Okay. You're not, you're, that's not his will. I really don't think. <laughs> If it is, hey, but do not say I sent you, okay? <laughs> but like, <laughs> but um, but the idea is if he calls you to something and it seems like it does not, like the circumstances are going to take away something that you need, I think we can trust him to have included that in the equation. And there's many cases where he's kind of overwritten the code of the physical limitations of humanity. So. Yeah. I think like marathoners, they, they always talk about hitting a wall. Yeah. Right. It's like, boom. Okay. There is no wall in the middle of the road, a brick wall. There. It might Smack. be if they get delirious right. enough. But. <laughs> right. But, but they push through. And, right. and so really what he's, what he's saying here is a reliance. And so we were really looking in John six. Um, let's dial this into some verses <laughs> before people are like, yo, season four about McRibs. Shay hasn't even said a verse yet. There's something wrong. <laughs> no, trust me. There are so many verses yeah. in John six that I'm actually trying to stay away from digging in super theological on, on this idea because I want it to be in a, a conversation that's understandable that, that can really be thought of, you know, we're looking at John six and, and, you know, he just finishes feeding 5,000 miracle in itself. Right. I mean, a miracle itself off, off some bread and some fish that some little kid has. And he says, sit down. And then, you know, he walks on water, you know, it's, it's just a continuance of this, this idea of, of all of these marvelous things that he's doing. And then you get down into like where he starts talking and I don't understand the mentality sometimes of people. Okay. I struggle sometimes too. <laughs> Let's just be real. But you know, it's like in six twenty six, most assuredly I say to you, you seek me not because of the signs but because you ate of the loaves and were filled, they missed it. Yeah. Some of them, I'm not saying all of them, right. I'm saying some of them missed it and I don't want people to miss it. I don't want people to look at the world because see, they were waiting for a King. They're waiting for somebody to come in and feed them and sustain them and, and, and take care of them. They were under Roman oppression. And I mean, I've watched some movies lately, <laughs> yo, Ben, her, wah. but anyways, <laughs> I mean, and, and, but it shows the time and it shows how the Romans were oppressing the Jews in Jerusalem. And it's like amazing that they were looking for something to be seen, mm -hmm. something they could grab a hold of. And I know that we go through that in life. Right. 
But you know what's cool in this is like three times he's called the bread of life in John six. And you, you were, we were, we were sitting, come on, hit it up, man. Come on. The word, right? Oh, and yeah. it's like the bread of life is the word. Right. He is the word. Yeah. He's one of those people who's like, he says something that on the world's standard sounds one way. But when you have that veil torn, you have the opportunity to wrap your head around what he really means. You know, he did it with the commandments. He's like, look, think about the heart behind those commandments. Right. And so that's what he encourages. Like, look at why these commandments are here. It'll actually open your eyes. There's more you shouldn't do, even though you can. Right. Even though it's not written down, you shouldn't. Right. What is what is the rationale of God in this? And so here. Jesus is the word says, eat of my flesh and drink of my blood. But let's not think about him in the flesh. Let's think about him as being the word of God. Consume the word of God. Drink yeah. the word of God down. Right. It clicks. But it was hard in the moment. I mean, that it definitely throws you. No, there's nothing <laughs> like that mentioned before <laughs> in, the, in the Old I, Testament. I, okay, I was throwing some stuff out there. Just, But I mean, it was. <laughs> I'm being real because, I mean, we run across some people <laughs> when we're out evangelizing. <laughs> I know you had to come back in and cover me on that. Well, what the hell, you know, that's not. But but imagine. Oh, no, no. That lady who said she wanted to wear you. Yeah, that was a little freaky. But yeah. hey, you know mm-hmm. what? We loved her with the blood, with the, yes. with the love of Jesus because watch this. May she know I the didn't Lord. look in the goggles or the eyes or the spectacles of right. the world because in the eyes of the world, I would sit there and say, whoa, she's not normal. Right. But I took on the eyes of love, the eyes of God, compassion, Um, the word, right? The word tells us to love. The Mm -hmm. word tells us to have compassion. Um, How do we have that understanding, right? But we do it because of this faith. See, we eat, we eat this through faith. Mm -hmm. We digest this through faith. We don't turn to everything else out there like, oh, you know what? I'm depressed, man. I'm going to go get 10 Big Macs. Okay, fine. Get a Big Mac and then, <laughs> and then consume the word while you're eating it. Right. I mean, let, let's be really. We cannot. Not, we can't just stop eating like you say. <laughs> like y'all, look. That's this that don't warning. Don't stop these. Don't cut yourself off from resources. But let me to tell you something. I do know people right that have fasted on just water for forty days, and that's because they were doing it the right way. They were doing it with God. And I'm not saying that that's what we run out and do every time they were called to do it. It was something that was laid on their hearts. Right. But they could sustain because they had nourishment that came not of this world, mm-hmm. but from above. And I do want to read the verses though, because I think it's important that we do read this little section because it, it's really dials us into the importance of what this means and, and why he's saying it. And even at the end of it, he's <laughs> still looking at his disciples like, yeah, I don't get it right. <laughs> and a lot of people didn't get it. And a lot of people went away. Yeah. A lot of people turned away. But in uh, John six fifty three, right. It says, then Jesus said to them, most assuredly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And I will raise him up at the last day. Hear that? Raise him up. That's what he's doing, y'all. Raising us up. Yes. Right? Raising us up. I love that. Oh, I get excited. <laughs> I'm over here tingling, y'all. Anyways, for my flesh is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. See, it's a relationship. I'm abiding in him. I'm trusting in him. I'm having faith in him. As the living father sent me and I live because of the father. So he who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread which came down from heaven. Not as your fathers ate manna. Yeah, right. They had manna and are dead. 
he who eats of this bread will live forever. That is dialed in. That's where we sit. You know, it's, it's kind of like when I was talking about earlier, it's like, he says, man, you don't seek me. You're seeking the bread. You're seeking the, what you can see. You're seeking the loaves and the fish. Yeah. Because I, because I fed 5,000 of you, but did they not know? Did they not know a handful of fish and a couple of loaves of bread or a few loaves be, you know, more specific turned into enough to feed 5,000 to where they were full. And there was more 12 bushels or baskets full at the end of extra of excess. And that's just the men, 5,000 men. That doesn't count the women and children and everybody else that was with them. Because they say a little boy. Yeah. To prove there were people yeah. other than men there. Right. <laughs> it, it's amazing. It, it's utterly amazing. And yet people chased him for the food because they were going through something. They were seeking something. They were looking for something. Times were hard. It wasn't easy. Taxed on top, top of tax, on top of tax, on top of tax, right? Government on top of government, on top of government, on top of government not knowing which direction things were coming at him, but they wanted a king, but they misunderstood his purpose to be there because it was greater. It was eternal. We don't want to labor after food that perishes, but we want the food that endures to eternal life. It's not that you shouldn't pray for the quote unquote small things. We should pray for all things. But I think a lot of the time what you pray for kind of reveals what you think God can provide prayers that are focused on this existence, this time, and resources that do fade. Again, you should always pray for those things. But when you hear those over and over, but you're not hearing the ones with that bigger eternal mindset, it's a question of, have you unlocked that realization that he can provide more? Because he can. That's the exciting, happy part of this is that he can. We have this exciting opportunity to pray for things that seem impossible. You know, because we saw here, they were praying and following for the natural resources he could provide. And it's okay to pray for that. But again, you can pray for more. You can pray for eternal level things as often as you want. You don't have to kind of hold them like that's a reserved resource. You can only pray for that once a day. You know, you can pray for it as much as you want. Sometimes the prayers that we throw out. I can look at my own. Yes, me too. And so to say, oh, how superficial was that? <laughs> how how one-sided for me was that? Yeah. You know, and it's like, but as we grow in faith and we grow in the word and we grow in the trust, those prayers change. Mm-hmm. It's like you throw in a lot more, your will be done. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, I, I don't know where else to go sometimes. You know, we're coming out 2020. There's a lot of things that hit us. And this might be a conversation for decades. I don't <laughs> know. Or- we all go home tonight. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. And for y'all that don't understand, that means we going home to heaven. We're being raptured. All right. Just throwing it out there. There might be some people listening that might not know that. But when I say yeah. going home, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about eternal happiness, joy, no more suffering, no more pain. But we start praying for these things and start trusting in these things because I think sometimes he puts us through these things or allows them. Let's, let's, let's correct that. Allows these things to happen. And the faithful will grow. Mm-hmm. The ones who really dig in and say, you know what? Thy will be done. Thy will be done. I, I can't pollute myself. Mm-hmm. I need to be eating healthy food. Yeah. I need to stop polluting myself with unhealthy food. I need to stop polluting myself with the words and wisdom of the world. I need to start giving the healthy food of wisdom and word from above, right? I got to be healthy. It's the food that they know not of. Yeah. 
And it's like the rest of the world doesn't get it. They think we're lunatics. They think we're crazy. They think, what are you even, what are you smoking? <laughs> I'm just being real. Right. I've had people sit there and say, you, you still doing something? Are you smoking? I'm like, right. no. Right. He's this good. Yeah. He is the food that I want, the food that I desire. And see, Jesus even reels this back in, taking it back to the spirit and to how the spirit gives life. Yeah. See, Jesus brought it in, right? In John six sixty three, when, you know, the spirit gives life. The spirit gives life. This is unseen, y'all, but it is what gives us life. Nothing, no one, but our father in heaven, Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. You know, my favorite verse as of today, looking over this again, you know, like looking know, over John right? 6, you know, it's so profound and this is the NLT. So it's not with the thousands, thighs and thines, you know, so I mean, so it comes across very straightforward and it just hits on the roots of things I've been saying, I think for a while, but I was like, where's the verse for that? Right. Well, here it is. John six forty three. But Jesus replied, stop complaining about what I said. <laughs> and I can promise you <laughs> that's going to be a T-shirt. It's going to say, stop complaining about what I said. Jesus. Like, so, but, but so like, that's funny because that comes out in topics a lot. Yes. Like, <laughs> and there's the verse. Right. There is the verse. Okay. We are grappling with what Jesus actually said when we're in our biggest struggles, because there's a part of us that just doesn't want to do a part of it that's hard or we're struggling with believing he'll come through in a way that's comforting to us because sometimes he comes through but in a way that's not comforting it's actually uncomfortable because he wants us to grow right but regardless there's a struggle food you know not of to access the life-giving power of his words we have to just accept what he says we need to accept that in genesis it says he created the heavens and the earth the end no debate he did it and he did it like he said he did it and so everything in the bible and it was good and it was good right <laughs> so everything in the bible we have to accept right. god did it right. god said it god meant it if you're a little confused please do look into it deeper look into some theology talk to some pastors Go to gotquestions.org. Figure it out because you might be understandably confused. I know I've been there a lot, but the key is you have to sit there and not wrestle with what he's saying because then, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like you're eating it, but you're, you're working yourself into such a tizzy. You're burning it off before you use that energy from that word for any good. The goal is to use the word that boldness, that faith, that energy, that joy that comes to bless others, to build up others, to build the kingdom of God. So we need to keep a clear head and just accept that's what he said. So stop complaining about what he said, y'all. Right, right. <laughs> Telling it to myself too. Just embrace it. Right. Embrace it and be like, all right, this is going to be a wild ride, Ooh. but I know it, it comes with snacks. Yes. Yes. Love that. So bread of life word. Yeah. That's our sustenance, right? Mm -hmm. Blood, salvation, cleansing. Two put together, unstoppable, right? And I'm going to close with this. Mm -hmm. Matthew 4, 4, right? But he answered, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word 
that comes from the mouth of God. Y'all, digest, eat, sustain through his bread, through Jesus Christ and his blood that cleansed you. Amen. 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 So remember, if this episode has blessed you in any way, remember to share it far and wide. And also, if you've got time and you listen on a platform that allows ratings and reviews, do us that awesome solid because we want to hear how it's blessed you. So until next time. Bye. Bye.